So I did. I did it. I've done another nerdy thing. No, I'm shocked. So you know how you know how like I started playing Magic and then got into like D and D, not D and D, but like RPGs and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, me and my friend were reminiscing about playing Yu-Gi-Oh when we were younger. Oh Christ! <laughs> and, oh uh, no. We were reminiscing about how awesome Yu-Gi-Oh was. Yu- and, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh was pretty awesome. Yu-Gi-Oh was pretty awesome, and um, it it led me to buying a pre-con deck for Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, what? It was like eight pound, and it's a samurai deck, and I love samurai. Okay. And sure. uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go play some Yu-Gi-Oh at some point. Are you gonna get that? I remember when I used to work in in Argos, they used to sell the the arm, the thing. jewel disc. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't we can't own the jewel disc anymore. What? There aren't any more being made. Because, I, and I only discovered this recently, the latest Yu-Gi-Oh! anime series is actually uh, done on motorcycles. Which oh yeah, that's been, that's been like that for a while. Yeah, 5D is done on motorcycles, yeah. apparently. It looks mental. But, so what I did do, though, was uh, when I was home uh, visiting parents, um, I picked up some of my older cards. Like, the old, like, cards I used to play with when I was younger. Yeah. I discovered that actually some of them were kind of expensive. Um, oh, really? I used to have. Yeah. Like, the first-gen foil um, Blue Eyes White Dragon that I've got is actually worth 40 quid. No. <laughs> Not even kidding. I think I've got one of them since somewhere. Probably. Christ. I think you should go, like... Whole hog and yeah, try and find dive. an old jewel disc. Mm. The only way you're going to get out of this is to dive right to the bottom and then come this all the way back purely, again. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh! is purely for reminiscence about my childhood. I'm not planning to like spend a huge amount of money or like get into it massively like I did Magic. So are you saying that there's no skill in Yu-Gi-Oh! There's a lot of skill in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, knowing how to interrupt combos and all that sort of stuff is pretty important, but like okay. it's just... There's a lot more like flair to it. Flair? Yeah, there's a lot more flair. Do you know how you add flair to your Yu-Gi-Oh games? Uh, no. You buy a jewel disc. I'm not gonna buy a jewel disc. You you need to. I feel like you, I feel like it's required. I feel like that picture needs to exist. We all need to laugh at it, and then you can break. I'm not this gonna get cycle. a jewel disc. You could fuck off with that. Okay. I'm not getting a jewel disc. When's your birthday again? Don't buy me a jewel disc for my birthday. It's like me, right? I'm do- I don't buy me a jewel disc for my birthday. Okay. Let me just. I'm not. I'm totally not making a note. Here. Don't buy me Two. a jewel disc for my birthday. Buy Please don't do that. Jewel. How do you spell jewel? D U. I think it's F U C K. Yeah. O F F. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, slash Argos because they always had it. I don't think it exists okay. anymore. Oh, I need to check in eBay. That's the other one. Yeah. <sighs> what do you, you could probably? Your dick. You could probably import it. I know an import website. Okay, import. You're, you're a tool. Question mark. Import question mark. Yeah. I'm going to underline it. You're a tool. There you go. You're a massive tool. <laughs> Says you. Who's going to have a fucking jewel disc? I'm not going to have a jewel disc! We'll see. If you buy me a jewel disc, I'm going to throw it at you. No, <laughs> you won't. So yeah, well. That's it's a birthday present. You can't kind of throw a birthday present back at somebody. I'll go thanks and I'll throw it at you. But I'll have spent a lot of money on that. If you do, then it's a waste of money because it's not going to get used. Okay. 
I think if we, I think if we make it known to your friends that you own a jail desk, I think I'll have to come out the next thing you play. If you make it known to my friends, yeah, I guess maybe. Come on, with Facebook. Hello, internet. It is us once again, the Game Engine Start Podcast for the 25th of March 2014. My name's Callum. That was a very wavering hello. In the way I'm in the... a very wavering person. True. Uh, my name is Ewan. Uh, yes, it is. And yes. we're here once again to talk about... What is it we talk about again? Uh, sports. Oh, fuck, have we not done this joke already? Oh yeah, we had shit. I think we've uh, done wait, this wait, joke Let's rewind that. Rewind that. Right, ask me the question again. No, I'll, I'll go. What is it we talk about this podcast again? Uh, sport. No shit, I did it again. Oh, you fucked up. Oh, god damn it. Okay, right, right, one more time, right. one more time, one more time. Okay. Ewan, what is it we talk about on this podcast? Poodles. Poodles? Poodles, yeah. The really, I thought it was sports. <laughs> ah, fuck, fuck, fuck you. Again. <laughs> damn. Yeah, sure. Right, okay. Um, I, should, I should also let you know that it's a very special episode, actually. This is our 18th episode. So we're, we're legal? Yes, we're legal. Does this mean I can have sex with their podcast? I don't know how you I would could, do it. But. As long as you're, as long as you're exclusive, then you're fine going off to other podcasts. Our podcast I, ain't no hole. I can't have you podcasting around because you'll just you'll bring it back here and then we'll all get diseases. <laughs> right. And it's okay. you have to stay faithful. If you're going to podcast so- somewhere, use a pop shield. <laughs> <laughs> use your podcast protection. Use your podcast protection. So, despite all this <laughs> sexual-based hilarity that we're doing right now, uh, yeah. we're actually supposed to be here to talk about video games. We are supposed to talk about video games. Um, right. So, I mean, what have you been doing with yourself? Um, well, do you want that or do you want video games? I want, well, video games. Okay. You don't what have you been doing with yourself in the world of video games? Okay. Um, the realm So, Infamous finally came out. It did. Last, Infamous uh, Second Son. Last Friday. Um, yes. And I had a rare weekend, well not rare, it just doesn't happen very often anymore, where I was in on my own, I had nothing to do all weekend, so I basically, all of, I mean I was out on Friday night, basically yep. all of Saturday and most of Sunday. Yeah, I, you you taking breaks and like doing nothing for a weekend rarely happens. Yeah, so I just, I kind of started that game on Friday night, like 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock on Friday night, uh, and finished it on Sunday at two in the afternoon so how long is that game then story wise so i think i I did some mental math and counted up i think like this is doing a single like good playthrough plus doing about just under 50 percent of all the district's side missions right and that was probably about 12 to 14 hours okay probably that's That's about what the other ones were yeah um so i never played i played about 90 percent of one and didn't play two so I don't know how much of the stuff that's in there is like established at this point. Yeah. yeah. So like there were, I, th- I remember from one there was like districts you had to clear, and yep. you you took over districts. Um, that was there, too. 
Yeah, there's. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is. That, I mean, that's that's the main like side stuff that's in there. Like once yeah, you they take the they're taking over districts and like findings collectibles with the two main side activities and yeah. infamous. And they, they kind of they kind of make you do some of that as part of the story. Like if yeah. you've got story missions in different districts, like I can't remember if this is how it worked in two, but each district has got a, a command center. I think they refer to it as in each district, and you can't do any of the side missions, or you can you can do some of the side missions, but not all of them in that district until you destroy the. No, that the was station. never a thing. Oh well, so that's that's I, the way the I guess it's work. new. So you have to. Break. This was this was always about this this new one's like about military occupation and stuff like that. So I yes. guess it makes sense. Yes. Um, so I mean, I, I mean, the good things is I, I really liked it. It's um, I'm in the process of writing a review at the minute, but it's is it as pretty as everyone says it is? Yeah, it really is. It's it. Yes, well, yes, it is. But it also, I would, I don't want to say gets old. That's probably the wrong term. But you get used to it very quickly. Like the the opening section is kind of out in the country, and then as soon as you move, get into Seattle. Um, mm. Like the opening mission is like very dark and grey, and there's raining, and it's like obviously thematic to show you like the the military takeover and all this kind of stuff. But as soon as you start clearing out the first district and like the color starts coming back, like that game is just gorgeous. Like every part Ooh. of it just looks fantastic, and it's not even just like the environment stuff. Like uh, I keep wanting to say Cole, and that's not his name. Delson. No, Delson. Delson's the main character, and his brother. Which is a Re- dumb name. Delson's a dumb name, but they reference why he's called Delson. In there's actually a reason for him being. Well, they Delson. don't. They don't say that. Like somebody else has got a really. Uh, there's one of the characters. The other characters you meet is called Eugene, and he says, "Yeah, I hate this name." And Delson goes, "Well, my parents called me Delson. Apparently, they got it from a western. So it ah, must be like right, an okay. old. Some I don't know western. Um, but it's not like so. Delson and his brother Reggie are the two main kind of." characters that you see more most often having dialogue together and it's incredibly well performed dialogue like there's no like they mix on each other's sentences all the time there's so much sarcasm and the faces work with it like it's just it's spectacular to watch it always and was it, infamous always had that uh, like really good faces yeah. and character interactions so this is this is blown out of the water like it's yeah. just it's like nothing else i've ever seen uh, like it beats last of us in points as well it's just it's incredible so it's definitely definitely a next gen game like just mm-hmm. shit you could not do like none quite, of that quite noticeably do. an x-gen game yeah and it really it, it bumps up the effects quite a lot as well so like you get there are four powers in the game and um, the everyone's only talked about two of them so i'm only gonna yeah. talk about two of them to not ruin the that's other fine. two but yeah, that's fine. so you start with smoke and the other one you get not it, fire which is what not i hear fire. say it's smoke because i don't you, understand why why it's smoke yeah why is it not fire a lot because, of the powers just seem based on fire because there's a lot of because it's you, you don't find fire everywhere like you find but a you lot do of find sm- smoke yeah like oh, there's, right, okay. there's chimneys and that makes sense like, destroying guess, stuff yeah. like you, it's easier to get smoke than it is to get fire but um a lot of the powers are like concentrated balls of smoke and things that very, look very much like fireballs Big and, that smoke kind of stuff. and little smoke yeah and so there's that smoke <laughs> so there's that which is again your traditional fire based power stuff and yeah. there's also neon which is basically lasers. Neon looked really cool from what Neon looks amazing. Like, the, the character you meet in the game who also has Neon, um, like, when you're you're chasing them down, like, following them through the city, through the rooftops yeah. and stuff, like, they leave this... Was it, is it light painting? When you do, like, the slow shutter thing with with a lamp? I think so, yeah. It, it looks like that 
as she's as she's jumping about the the place like it just looks stunning and yeah i've seen i've seen like uh, the images of like the the run power that's yes. for neon where you can run up the side of buildings and stuff yeah. like that and i went that would probably look really nice on an x-gen console it does it looks it looks awesome it looks yeah. really really cool um so yeah i mean all the dialogue stuff is great the story stuff is is weird because it's not i ex- i don't know I was in two minds about the story stuff because they play up. I mean, the morality stuff is kind of integral to it, where you basically you basically play through a good playthrough or an, e- or an evil playthrough. Yeah, it's always and, been like that for Infamous. The, and, the the moral choices in Infamous games have always been very binary. Oh yeah, very like, and that to the extent where if you were trying to go middle of the road, you would actually have be worse off. Yeah, because being being neutral is a um, deterrent is bad for you. Yes, like because like, then you, you can't get access to the good powers. Yeah, because like the tech tree is just this kind of spider out from a central node style thing, and the leaves like some of them are are good only and some of them are evil only. And like if you don't if you sit in the middle, like you're not you're not going to get either of them. And yeah, so it's a real detriment to be that to um, to not pick a side. But it's also like I, I kind of don't I don't want to spoil the story, but every like you you get straight up like decision moments like. Yeah, there's like left trigger, right trigger. It's, yeah, it's literally L two R two to choose what to do, and they're always like, like, kill this bag of kittens or save the school. Like, it's always yeah. that kind of be super evil or be super good, super nice to you. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like I want to play through at least some of the story again, evil, just to see what happens because I think an evil Delson could be. If I remember interesting, right, the, the other infamouses. The evil choices was I think like infamy. Infamy is the plural of infamous. Is it okay? The no, infamy choices. I that sounds weird though. But know. the their choices always like um, you make the evil choice and everybody goes, "Whoa, that was evil!" But and you go evil, and then every so often the characters will mention the fact that you're evil, but then the story will just carry on as normal. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. There's no real impact to the choices. It's I mean, always just kind of. It's like it exists in the moment, and then a little bit after it, and then they forget, and it's just. I mean, the only real, going. the only real big change I'm going to see is like some of the powers look kind of cool. Your jacket changes color. Yes, it changes color at the end of the yeah. game. Um, that denim jacket looks ridiculous, like a denim vest. Like I never yeah. got over that. Like he looks ridiculous from start to finish. But um, the one point where you probably will see a difference is the uh, is the the ambient dialogue like as you're running past people in the street mm. like when you're good like people will take out phones and like snap pictures like with flashes and stuff yeah. as you're running by and they'll go they'll they'll shout your name and say go, go on you and all of the like it was really weird but all of the, the 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 female residents of seattle are all very sexually forward towards you like Excellent. all of them <laughs> Like without all fail, they'll like a couple of them will be like, "Yeah, you go and thanks for all your help and all this kind of stuff." And some of them will just be like, "You can have me any time." I'm just like, <laughs> like every time you walk by it, every time it goes, like I kind of stop and go, "Wait, what?" Like it was get, <laughs> it was getting awkward at the end. It was yeah. really weird, but um, but yeah, I mean, apart from that, like the story stuff is is pretty cool and it's genuinely the like the only choice you really have like moral troubles. Maybe, like, a real decision to make is, like, want 
either the last i think it's the last decision yeah where you're like actually yeah i can't really go into it but it's like it's the only one it's the only one in the whole game where you go actually i could go either way on this yeah um so yeah it'll just be interesting to see how delson changes what his dialogue is and And the reaction of the people yeah basically that's pretty um, much why you played the other the other side for the other infamous games as well. You just wanted to see what cool powers you would get. Yeah, but at I least mean, in Infamous Two, at least it was interesting because the two powers you could get were actually quite different. Mm. Like it was like fire. It was literally fire and ice were the yeah. two powers you could get. So, so was, the thing that really annoys me is that um, again, I didn't. What, so you only in Infamous Two did you only like you only ever had fire or ice? Uh, yeah, once you'd chosen, if you went evil, you got fire powers, and if you went good, you got ice powers. You oh, couldn't okay. mix and match them. So, th- so the thing that really annoyed me about this game, um, the one real detriment that uh, I need to stop saying the word detriment. That's not what I mean. The real downside to this so yeah. far, especially with the the combat and stuff, is that so you pull um, like very much like the old game, the other games, you you pull elements from the world to recharge yourself. Yeah. So if you've got smoke, you go to a chimney and drain smoke or yeah. like neon signs or whatever it is. But car underlightings that was my favorite one. Car that was cool. That was car underlights. Apparently, there are there are about twelve people in Seattle who drive around in like souped-up cars with neon underlights. Yeah, I passed one of them and was like, I wonder if they've programmed in that I can do that. Uh, yeah, they totally have. Okay, no, that's pretty good. Steal the neon um, from under your car. And that's that's another one that the effect on it looks great. Like yeah. stealing neon from stuff just looks incredible. Um, but so if you if you have smoke and you want to use neon powers like you have to go and drain neon but you can only ever have one at a time yeah that's i saw that as well that seemed weird which is which is bad for a number of reasons actually because the the main one was so i i stayed in neon for most of my playthrough just because it worked like it's long range it plays how i play those games yeah sure and um the problem was it forces you into different powers at different story points Mm -hmm. so there's a point where like you have to go smoke to get into this building because you have to go through like an air vent and you're stuck with smoke for that whole story mission and i hadn't leveled up smoke at all like i didn't i'd spent all my shards in neon because i was like well i'm this looks like it's gonna work i'm just gonna spend everything on this Mm -hmm. so i I went into this boss fight just horribly underpowered with no shards left to to upgrade myself so it was a really difficult so were you actually underpowered oh totally yeah like i was missing like that seems bad the big one is they place a real head. So you're for every single power you get, you get like your rapid fire R two shot. You get some kind of dash power, and you get some kind of heavy attack. And the heavy attacks you get like you start with like three, three stored up per power, and you can upgrade them at the amount you can carry at once. So like you think like by the end I have like seven or eight neon heavy attacks. Sure, but you only start with three, right? And there are some bosses, in fact, the main boss, who you fight a couple of times, um, they they have they have a, like a shield around them that you could only take out with uh, this heavy attack. And I was forced, and I only had three, and she needs four to take out her shield. So I was massively underpowered, because I would get the three away, have to run and recharge myself and come back, and one of them had gone back on again. That seems pretty bad. If they're so, forced you to use powers that you don't level up, that and seems they, kind of... And they don't give you any warning. Like, if they said, like, before you start the mission, hey, you're going to need smoke for this, I would go grind, get some shards, upgrade myself on smoke before I went in there. But Even like, that's not that good a solution to that problem. It's really bro. not, but yeah. it's... 
it would have been better than what it is right now. Like when you're sitting, like I was, I was ready to go into what I knew was a boss fight, and I had like recharge my neon, upgraded like seven slots. I'm like, yep, let's let's go. And then you go in this building, and it instantly takes neon off you and charges you with smoke. And you're just like, I, I'm pointless. I'm useless now. I'm completely useless in this. Yeah. And they do it a couple of times in really weird situations, um, and it only seems to serve the story. It only seems to serve the dialogue as well. Because any, I noticed any time I change, I get forced into smoke, was because there was a dialogue that explicitly mentioned the smoke, in some way, like either through a joke or sure. Because they like one of the cool things is um, they have like a, um, like the kind of uh, upgrade menu has got a thing where you can change your jacket and stuff like that. You get different designs for the back of your jacket and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it shows, it's, it's done like a kind of psych profile of Delson Rowe. And under it, it's, oh, really? got, it's, it's got like his aliases. And like you start as, um, you start as Bannerman because the first, the, like the first time you take over a district, like you put this big flag up and nobody knows who you are at that point. So everyone was like, oh, it's Bannerman because, you know, he put up this big banner. And he, he goes on this, and he goes on this whole rant about that's the worst fucking superhero name you've ever yeah. heard. So the cult like it starts and like alias is Bannerman, and then eventually like depending on what powers you use, it changes to alias. So you get to called like the Smoker and stuff like that. <laughs> and any any time that gets referenced, like in dialogue, you've yeah. been forced into smoke. So oh, right, it okay. seems like a really bad like they could have either not made those jokes or done some i don't know i don't know how you get around it or because mm. i was always assuming you could just switch between the powers well will. yeah and two you had a you had multiple powers but they all pulled from the same energy pool so you could use whatever one you wanted at any given time oh, that, you yeah. could just you could use four powers at a time but you could pick what they want and they all drain from the same pool no like this is totally different like, that's pretty weird if you have a fully, if you have a fully I wonder why they made that choice I, I don't know it. i can't tell um because all it meant was that um like i just chose neon and stuck with it yeah sure it worked with the way I was playing, and it seems it seems to uh, force you into one—not force, but it seems to want to gauge you using one if they're like dictating what you can use. They like it seems like they're trying to gauge you into using one and only one. But then in the story, they try and make you use more than one, which seems I mean, like, counterintuitive. If I was but... saying to anyone to try and play through it who's not who's not really. And it's also like it's it's also kind of difficult. Like you, yeah, you die super quick in combat. Like yeah. you, you get even by like three or four of the standard guys. Like you get massacred pretty quickly. So you have to use you have to use cover and use your powers and um like dash all over the place and like high bind cover to get your health back. Like you will get taken down pretty quick. Sure. So having your powers taken off you is a real bad bad situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from, I mean, that was literally the the one bad thing I had about it. Um, everything good. else is, it's pretty good. So, it's, but you say it's not a system seller. No, I mean, there's, it's not. I mean, it's it's, it's not going to sell PS4s. Yeah, like it's it's the line I'm using in my review at the minute, where it's it's not an excuse to buy a PS. It's not a reason to buy a PS4, but it's a really really good excuse. Sure. Like if you've got one already, like no brainer, just get it. Like it's yeah, it's, it's a great twelve to fourteen hours. And also the really cool thing, I mean we'll talk about it slightly in news, but the the paper trail stuff they've been doing. So like they had day one patch. ARG stuff. Yeah, they had day one patch which adds this whole new trail of missions called the paper trail missions, which is they say is gonna add an extra five hours of content for free. That's cool. Um and it switches between like in game missions and then kind of ARG web investigation missions and it'll flick backwards and forwards. 
and it gets updated every week apparently so interesting i'm assuming on friday there's going to be another another update to that or something i don't know what what it's going to be cool. it's, it's kind of cool right. so yeah there was that i was really enjoying it um, good. i'm probably going to get terrorfall pretty soon like um i've got my girlfriend you... over this weekend all oh, so right okay you're gonna play because gonna... there is a co-op mode i think not like, really I, I think the quest mode is a co-op mode or something oh. like that okay i don't know like i just really want to play terrorfall and i get a feeling that when you come up for e3 we'll be playing oh yeah we'll terrorfall. play that yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i'll need i'll i'm probably gonna pick that up just to have it sure um it, it, it seemed like a good game from what i saw of it like definitely. a really fun game yeah definitely and um, there was something else as well but i can't remember what it is it's totally gone yeah anyway um okay. so there was there was infamous and um yeah that was kind of all i had uh, all i was so you, playing you had a bunch of free time and you spent it playing one game through to its entirety yeah like i just I, yeah fair. basically like i just wanted to keep going i wanted to see, keep, keep seeing what they were doing so yeah very happy with it i'm in the process of interview so that's good um it's now may until the next game 27th is watchdogs i guess I'm hoping there, there's there's probably something that one of us will play between now and then though. Oh yeah, like uh, definitely PS4. Like that's the next thing that's coming out. I mean, there'll be a bunch of indie stuff coming out pretty soon as well. But probably the next big, big AAA game is going to be Watch Dogs. So, uh, looking forward to that. But that's kind sure. of it. Yeah, all right. It's kind of sure. it for me. I didn't write anything else down, so that was me. All right. So what about yourself? Um. So I've been. I'm free from the shackles of having to do university work. Yeah, um, just those pesky I'm, exams. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I'm free from the shackles of doing university <laughs> work. I've handed sure. in all my stuff and feeling great about it. But I throw off those shackles and immediately put on more heavier shackles. That but, are, they're, but they're 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 legendary shackles, right? They're pretty legendary shackles. Yes. That um that mean that I have to be studying for finals and shit like that. Sure. Which is kind of a bummer. Oh, sorry, well, I, th- I thought I was going to lead on to your game, which is why I said no, Legendary no. Shackles. No, 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 it's just, um, so that's, I will find myself with sporadic moments of time, but not a lot of it. Sure. Um, so, what I've been, what I've managed to do with though has been uh, played a fair amount of Titanfall, which came out. Oh shit, yeah, Titanfall, that was the other game I've been fucking playing. Yeah, so I've, I've probably played more than you though. Eh, so it's what level are you? I've prestiged oh, one yeah, and a half d- times. Okay, yeah, you definitely have. Yeah. So, Titanfall um, is, in its essence, a multiplayer shooter. That is exactly what that game is. It has a campaign mode, but it's a lie. It's. I still I haven't been able to finish the campaign, actually. The campaign, the campaign mode is, we are going to give you five maps that you'll play through in order twice. And... There's a story, in air quotations, that's told to you through tiny little boxes in the corner of your screen while you're trying to play a game, and that's a really bad way of telling a story, because no one knows what the fuck the story of this game is anyway. I, like, I literally couldn't tell you what happened in that game. Something like, about space fuel. Yeah, and the, the, the main guy was McMullet? No, McSomething? Something, and... Something about space fuel and people not wanting a mining corp on their planet and yeah. robots and I don't know, but anyway. But the, the core of it is it's a it's a multiplayer shooter that has robots in it. And if you just take it at face value, is that it's a very good one of those. It is a very good oh, yeah, multiplayer shooter. It's solid. Like all the guns feel good, and the t- the titans are awesome, fun to use, and 
yeah, it's just a really good multiplayer shooter. There's not really a lot else to say about it. It's... So you have you managed to complete the campaign? Yes, twice. Right. So I you am... have to if you want to unlock the two other robot so that, shafties. That's what's really annoying me, is that... So I've, I finished the campaign once as the whoever you start, militia to start with, and I got halfway through the IMC campaign and cannot get a game to finish it. Like, I'm yeah. on a level that I can't do it. And they've, they've hidden the, the ogre titan behind it, and yeah. that's the one I want. Right, and I can't get at it because nobody this is playing the, the campaign. Yeah, no one plays the campaign past like their first two goes because you don't need to, and yeah. you just go into multiplayer matches. It's, it was a, it's a really weird choice to hide stuff behind it, I guess. But I'm, I'm hoping at some point in like a patch they just unlock it or do something. I like, hope so, because because if I'm never gonna get the ogre, like that's a horrendous waste. It's really shit. But yeah, so there. Um, it's not really a lot else to say about it. Uh, so what, and the the thing I've liked is that the people I've been talking to about this game, everyone seems to have a completely different loadout for both themselves and Titans. Yeah, so like, it's What do really you play quite, normally? Normally it's, uh, on the pilot, it's an SMG and the revolver. Right. With, I can't actually remember what kit I've got and all that sort of stuff. Sure. But it's just but, really the weapons, yeah. Yeah, uh, but on the Titan, it's the chain gun, because the chain gun's the best gun. Uh, you're lying it, but okay it just it is it just is it, the quad rockets are awful and the cannon's terrible the cannon is the best weapon in that it's game. not the 40 mil cannon is great when it fires so slowly that you can dodge around it it's not but that good it's, it's not my fault that you can't aim but anyway no what that's not it's, what i said anyway um <laughs> but yeah it's just that and with the uh seeking rockets and yeah. using a strider chassis because damage core is broken and um oh really Why oh yeah da- damage core effectively says that so you know how every titan's got its own ability that yes. you can trigger damage core which increases your damage output as it suggests basically says if i turn this on i win any titan on titan engagement right like any of them you just straight out win because your tit- your damage just goes completely through the roof and you kill anything well yeah um what i did do though was that when i got to the, the, the like i think it's low 40s i think it's 41 it unlocks there's a, a titan loadout called big punch Right. Which basically, like, superpowers your melee attack in Titans. Oh, wow, it, okay. But I, I thought all it meant was it would just do more damage. But no, no, what it actually does is it does a lot more damage and knocks the Titan halfway across the map. Like, really? F- makes them fly straight across the map with this big punch. So I played on levels where um, there were cliffs. Yeah. I just kind of hung around next to the cliffs just until Titans, Titans come up to you. And I dodge round them and big punch them and they just fall off the cliff. Nice. And you go, this is great. It's like you're <laughs> you're playing like robot boxing. It's fantastic. Nice. So I really liked Big Punch. Big Punch was pretty fun. It's not all that effective outside of those situations, but it's a pretty sure. fun thing to use. So I mean, I've ended um, up I ended up playing uh, like I just recently unlocked the the semi-auto rifle, which I've ended up playing for a while. Yeah. Uh, and the I didn't use I don't use stealth. I use the 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 visibility ping thing. Yeah, the sonar thing. Yes. Yeah. And then for Titans, it's until I get the Ogre, I'm stuck with the, the standard one, the Atlas. Strider. Oh, the Atlas, sorry. The Atlas. And then with the 40 mil cannon, the homing gun, the homing rockets. Yeah. And the smoke. Like, I don't know how anyone can play without the electric smoke. The electric smoke seems really useful, but I don't play with it. Oh, like, it it means nobody can rodeo you. It's great. Yeah, like, I, as, as, a, as a person who gets a lot of use out of rodeoing, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty annoying. It, that like rodeo and titans is so much fun but it's yeah i i can see the yeah the electric smoke's pretty cool but there's so the cool things i've found in the game are so like the burn cards that you get 
mm. which are like one-off um, power-ups and stuff like that you just get and you can f- you find them at the end of games and all that sort of stuff. Some of them are really dumb. Some of them are really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like the the um, the best one I found is the amped revolver. Oh right! Is, like so, most other guns are just like the the burn card ver- variant of them is just like increased damage or faster reloads or whatever like that. Or extended mags they did, or something. They did an interesting thing with the revolver, which is uh, you have no fire reset time, so you can fan shots out. So you can fire like six shots in like two oh, seconds. So it'll fire as many times as you can hit. The so button. it fires as, as fast as you can click. It will fire. Wow. Which basically means if you get in a one-on-one fight with someone with this amp revolver, they're dead. <laughs> because right. you just, you fan all the shots out, and like, if two hit, then they're dead. Nice. And, it's, it, and it reloads so quick as well, it's like the amp, and it's really good for rodeos as well. Sure. Because the revolver does so much damage, you just sit and really fast take out a Titan and jump off it. Sure. But So what Titanfall does really well above all the other, I've found so much above all the other multiplayer shooters, is that it sets up awesome situations Oh, a yeah, lot. There are so many situations where you do a really cool thing and feel awesome while doing it. Like the <laughs> the the free running and backpack jump stuff adds like an infinite amount of like not infinite but like a stupid amount of like unsuspected freedom in those kind of games. Like the the free running and the jetpack put unprecedented amounts of freedom in a game that was effectively just like Call of Duty, but it widens the map so much and makes them like makes like the up and down kind of dynamic really interesting to play but it also sets up situations where you can like bounce off of walls fly through the air for five seconds and land on your titan inside it yeah and you just feel like completely amazing when you do things like that the amount of times where like i've been like i've been killed and then i watch the the kill cam and this guy has just done like fantastic acrobatics to yeah get the that most shot impressive shit yeah i feel i feel fine dying at that because i'm like yep yeah, you earned that you really earned that one the okay. guy yeah the, some of the people who just do some insane shit like the people who can do like the stupid parkour stuff and then do 360 no scopes and get people <laughs> and it's so so dumb but First, yeah i finally managed to get the achievement for um dropping a titan on another titan yeah that's an awesome I one as well giggled like a schoolgirl when that happened it was great like just the, those things are awesome the fact moments. there's the, the five second delay like the guy was just standing there I'm like don't move don't move don't yeah. move smack it was great pretty so awesome good. so yeah Titanfall it's, it's a really good multiplayer shooter but it's not a lot else past that if yeah. you want one of those it's a great one of those go sure. for it um, other than that I've not done a lot else I've been playing I've been playing Diablo here and there um, yeah. in preparation for the expansion. in preparation for the expansion that comes out tomorrow oh I thought it was like oh okay right okay Yes, I'm. Sure. I I should get it tomorrow. I don't think servers go up until midnight tomorrow, but oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm getting it tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I want to know what that's like. Other than um, that, um, so it's now time for what is apparently going to be my new bi-weekly segment. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, I'll, I'll just get the music ready. Have you, you got? I, I demanded music, so I hope you've got music here. I'll, I'll see what I can do for music. Something, yeah. something medieval and grandiose yeah, and like like. I'll get something. Yeah. Good. So, installment of my latest tabletop RPG adventures. Um... When we last left off, we were all passed out in a hotel room uh, with the bear 
in the the room adjacent with with two 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 receptionists and a waitress and the dog. Oh yeah, and the the dwarf having run off in insanity. Yep. uh, After seeing what was in the room, so in the room is me and the gambler, and uh, I I wake up and the gambler does not, and I punch him and he still doesn't wake up. So I can't. I at the time couldn't think of anything else to do, and in my head I didn't want to punch him because, because I you know knew what happened after the yeah, last time. You, when I kicked yeah. him in the arse, he lost half his health, so I didn't yes. want to hit him anymore. So I said I was going to pee on his head. So I peed on his head, and that woke him up. Did you have to make an accuracy check? No, he made a will check to see if he woke up. <laughs> sure, but yeah, it was okay. a, it was like a will check minus twenty, so he's bound to fail it. Right. And um. So yeah, we did that and woke up and tried to find the dwarf who was in the bar uh, asleep with a pint in his hand. Sure. And like, so we woke him up as well and said, what the hell happened to you? And he just kind of didn't say anything and just, he said, I'm not going to say anything, just walk out the hotel. Sure. So he didn't talk to us about what he saw in the room. But as we were walking out, the bear comes out of the lift. Right. So the bear stumbles out of the lift and what like shambles up to him and the dwarf turns around and looks at his bear and points at him and just goes you you bear i like start shouting at his bear and the bear at the dm says that the bear tries to cozy up to him and like make dovey eyes and like try and make nice with him sure but at the same time he's trying to pass toughness checks to see if he uh has a hangover and stuff like that the effects of the hangover did the bear yeah the bear Sure. And the bear spectacularly fails his toughness checks. <laughs> right. So the bear, he says, so the bear shambles up to you and looks at you lovingly and then vomits on your shoes and passes out. Oh, I bet you bear vomits like so the bear, the bear just bad. vomited on this dwarf and then passed out in the middle of the ground. Just completely nice. in the middle of the hotel, just passed out. <laughs> so went, shit, all right, so we don't have the bear. So we... We initially were going to go and find the, the temple that had the information about these runes. But the gambler, being a very selfish character and all that sort of stuff, went, no, 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 first I need to go and get a new hat. Of because the bear, the bear had stolen his hat. Okay, So yes. he was like, I need to go and get a new hat. So he went into town and um, said, okay, you go and find the tailor shop, which is like a, a very nice upmarket tailor shop. And he, as you, as you remember from the last podcast, this character does not open doors. Oh, yeah, so yeah he, he, he walks up, He walks up to the, the door of this very fancy tailor, <laughs> kicks the door in, yep. walks in and of, walks up to the first person and says, I require the most opulent adventuring hat possible. Nice. Opulent is a good there. choice of word. Yeah. And it's like, yep, this is excellent. And um, so we, I, like, we weren't going to get involved with this. We said we were all going to stand outside and see what happened. Mm. So the guy goes, yes, yeah, certainly. Presents him with three hats. Finds this one that is black with a gold rim and a phoenix feather. Nice. Very fancy hat. So he, like, pick, so he says, I pick it up and try it on. And he's like, yep, okay, fine. Ask the guy how it looks, says it's fine. <laughs> the, guy, the guy goes, perfect, I'll take it. And walks out the door. <laughs> not paying anything. Oh, not paying, right. Okay, no, yeah, just sure. walks out the door. And he says, I walk out the door and then break into a sprint. Or like... <laughs> So he says, you guys see your friend come out with a very fancy-looking new hat and run past you. And you go, okay. Nice. You then, you then wait 30 seconds and you see three rather large burly men with very impressive-looking swords run after your friend. <laughs> we go, shit, all right. Um, 
let's we we chase them, we chase them. So we chase this guy that's following our friend, and it ends up in a slum next to the temple. And he, the, the guy, the the, uh, the guard catches up to our friend and tries to deck him, but our friend has passes agility tech and swerves him off and throws him into a side stall. Mm. So then we we catch up to them. So I say like I put my hand on my sword and like ready myself just in case a fight happens. <laughs> and the dwarf, not wanting to be preparatory or want to talk about it or anything like that, who's a he's a bear tamer, but he's also a pit fighter. This sure. is his other job. Oh, I'd forgotten about says, that. Yeah. Says I charge up to the guy and I want to wrestle him because that's what pit fighters do. They go off and wrestle things. Mm-hmm. And the the guy like ultra crits all of his like combat stuff, <laughs> like mega crits it. So he, apparently, from the description in the book, goes to this guy. The dwarf is four foot six and 325 pounds. You said he was this, basically spherical, right? Yeah, basically spherical and tiny. Right. Against this massive, like, six foot eight black man who's built, like, a brick shit house and, like, has these impressive swords and stuff like that. And the team says, you run up to this guy, pick him up over your head, and slap him into the ground, Christ. and he is—he is instantly knocked unconscious. And we're like, "Fuck!" He actually did it. Jesus, me and the other guy who's—we've picked up this other guy who's an elf who's like the most stoic killer in the world. Like he's sure. a guy who doesn't say anything at the table, but we're, we assume when combat happens because we've all read his character sheet. When combat happens, he's going to be the killeriest killer in the world. Sure. Like it's going to be three arrows in two seconds, and three people are going to be dead. And it's so it's me and him ready to fight. Dwarf runs up, picks him up, slams him to the ground, and instantly knocked unconscious. So we go, great, right? We got out of it, fantastic. So we put our weapons away and start walking towards the temple. And the gambler goes, yeah, that's what happens when we don't talk about stuff, and kicks the guy while he's down. But he also crits his kick. Oh so god! He crits his kick, and the DM says, okay, so you you will go to kick the guy in the arm and skate. And kick him in the neck. Oh god. And you hear a rather large cracking noise. So he just straight up murder this dude? So he cracks this guy in the neck and we all go, shit, he's dead. Like, he has to be dead. And it's like, <laughs> so the, guy, the guy cracks him in the neck and then goes, at this point I straighten myself up and run towards the temple. We all go, oh shit, there's a dead guy here. Like, what do we do? And like, So we we don't run after him and stuff like that. And like, dude, you killed that guy. Like, this is all bad and stuff. And this is a temple where the, the priestesses are renowned for their ability to find truth. So right. we can walk in and be like, like he, she could ask about the hat that he's wearing and find out that he stole it, or like ask him what all the commotion about is outside and find out that one of our parties killed a guy, or anything that's happened. At this point, the elf who was behind me preparing his bow walks up and says, like, I walk past the body and stuff like that and look at the body. He says, you see the dead body and people are gathering around it. And you see his, like, gear, which is, like, a really impressive looking sword and, like, a coin purse and all that sort of stuff. And the the elf goes, huh, I take the sword and the coin purse. We all go, okay. Okay. So you you go to take the sword, you, you take the sword and the coin purse and, like, DM rolls behind his screen and goes, Yep, you take the sword, the coin purse, and walk away, and no one says anything. And we went, wait, what? No one reacts to the fact that he's just robbed a dead body? They went, nope, no one reacted at all. So this guy really confidently 
just strided up to this body, took the sword and the coin purse, and kept walking. That's the, no that's, one said anything. That's the mark of a master right there. He was like, it was the best thing ever. Like, he was the most confident man in the world. Mm. So we straight we straight up to the temple and, like, do a whole interaction with the priestess and all that sort of stuff where she tries to use her magic to discover where the hat that he was wearing came from. Why is she interested what? in the hat? Because he, because it's a really, like, fancy hat. And, he, like, <laughs> okay. he, he put it... He said he took it off and put it on her desk and it covered the entire desk. Nice. And he, she was like, this is a rather fancy hat, where'd you get it? And tried to use her magic to sing it, but the cat, the guy who was really clever at this time just kind of said, when she said, where did you get this hat and used the magic on him? He just kind of went, I got it from a tailor's. That's okay. not a lie. It's true, it's true, it's not a lie. So he got away with it, and that was okay. fine. So we did all that, we found out the research and all that sort of stuff, and uh, the sister said, okay, we can give you some books. And the guy, the gambler, said, Yes, and pointed to my character and went, my squire over there can handle the research. And they said, okay, we'll squire? give him the book. Yeah, apparently at this point I'm just like his bodyguard because he's playing the part of this foppish idiot. Sure. So he's like, my squire can handle the reading. And I went, yep, certainly. So they all walked out and said, okay, a, a sister walks up to you with a giant armful of books and hands you them to him walks away. I'm left with this giant pile of books. So like, okay, well, I guess my character is not doing anything anymore. So I sit down and read the books. So I got to sat down and read the books. Meanwhile, they were given the name of a like really old adventurer dude who's like supposed to be an expert in the field or whatever, mm-hmm. and like had this awesome conversation with him and like discovered like he it ended with him saying that he was going to come with us because he didn't want us to die because we were all idiots mm-hmm. and. Like, gave the dwarf and the elf and the human, like, a bunch of really impressive gear. Like, fancy pistols and, like, decent armor and all that sort of stuff. I didn't get jack shit, because I was at the temple reading the book. But they got, like, they got, like, nice jackets and, like, he, the, the gambler got, like, a, a bracer that had, like, bits for his pistols. And was, like, so this was, like, the proper, like, pirate bracer where you can, like, take two pistols out, fire them, drop them. Right. Take an R2 out, fire them, drop all that stuff. He got that. Did the dwarf they not, got, did they not bring you back anything? Did they not no, go, actually, we like, know this? And it was like the dwarf got really fancy plate mail and like dwarfen crafted weapons. The elf got like really fancy bow and all that sort of stuff. I didn't get jack shit. Nice. But at the end of the thing, the GM said, don't worry, you'll get some stuff. I was like, cool, that's fine. As long as <laughs> he said, well, he said, we'll deal with the lore of it later, but don't worry, you'll get something. Nice. Like, that's fine. As long as I've got something to do. So, yeah. Cool. Now it just ends with us finally going to the sunken ruin that took us about three days too long. So is this you actually, go, is you actually doing the story part of the This is actually now. getting on with the adventure now. Okay. Now that we've fannied around, stealing hats, killing sure. random guards, uh, getting drunk with a bear, and all that shit, now we actually get to go and do stuff. <laughs> sure. That makes, yep, that That's makes total it. sense. Cool. Well, look forward to seeing what happens when we actually go to see what the... Because DM's planned this whole story out, right? Oh yeah, he's he's planned stuff. We know he's planned stuff. It's just the fact that we keep fanning around and getting in the way of it. So it's going to be really disappointing if the GM stuff is not up to the insanity that you've been... Oh, I'm sure he's changed it. Like, I'm sure he must have. have. He must be able to gauge what kind of group he's in and, like, alter the stuff depending on what it is. Yeah. But ever ever since we just keep letting the the gambler guy... uh, sort of lead the party it's like me standing out going we need to go to this temple and he goes yes but first i need a new hat 
and then two hours of insanity happens, and then the story happens for about half an hour. Nice. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That makes sense. But it's, it's still pretty fun. Cool. So. Cool. So is that's that, that. No, no games or anything? No other games? No, I, I'll play the Diablo. Diablo. I'm, all, I'm all set. I've got myself my group. I've got my my elderly sensei figure, who's one of my my oldest internet friends, who's sure. the the same guy who taught me like how to play League of Legends and all that sort of stuff. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Great, great man. He, him, and another friend that we mutually know, sure, are going to play through it, and I'll write a review for that when I can. Cool. Awesome. Um, so it was GDC this week. So a bunch it of was a bunch of people. There wasn't so much news, but a lot of like extra details about stuff we already knew um yeah there's a lot of a lot of the talks this year were were focusing on things like um gender representation and um, minority representation and and all this kind of stuff which i thought was really cool like it was a lot of the the tracks were or there a lot of talks were focusing in on that which i thought was really really good and it seemed to yeah, get a really positive reaction from people. A lot of people seem a lot more interested in that kind of aspect of the video games now. Yeah, which is always good because it's always going to create interesting things. Like, you know, especially like the the story of Remember Me seemed to come up when I was watching people talk about talks, which is weird since we weren't at. I mean, obviously we couldn't see any of them, so all we've got is like Twitter to go on. Yeah. But people kept talking about like Remember Me um, being a focal point of this where when they said, uh, who developed that game? I can't remember. It's not Ubisoft. Game. They published it. Uh, that was the Ubisoft game, was it? I don't actually remember. Anyway, whoever it was, it was Capcom. It was Capcom. It was Capcom. That's why I got confused. Um, when they, when the the developers announced that they were going to do a lead female character, like they got a lot of pushback, saying like they can't advertise that and and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So I was glad to see it was getting mentioned. Um, so on top of that, there was a bunch of like little bits of news that came out. Um, very briefly, somebody caught a screenshot of the um, what looks like the game rental stuff for PS4 appearing. Oh, sure. Uh, I am trying to pull up the picture here, but it doesn't seem to want to load. But it was talking about, um, I think it was Catherine that appeared, and it was like a PS3, um, the PS3 version of Catherine. Well, yeah, that would be that would be one of the ones I would think of as you're talking about like representations of representations of gender in video games and True, like sex yeah. and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that was that was that was an interesting one. That was, um, yeah. Did you ever play that game, Catherine? Yeah. Uh, no, I never did. I got upset that I couldn't. Yeah, because it's, it seemed it's, really interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Definitely, definitely interesting. Um, but you know, the, the screenshot that got captured, like it was obviously a test, but it showed. Uh, PSC version of Catherine, um, and it just said choose a version. It's like one seven or thirty day rental. Um, no prices on it yet because it was. I think it was they were just running tests or whatever. But yeah, like it looks like, it looks like this is them trialing their their rental stuff. Probably the rental stuff tied into PlayStation now. I assume. Sure, I guess it would. Um. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see where that goes. Cool. Uh, they announced that Last of Us sold. Uh, surpasses 6 million copies sold so it's now one of cool. the best selling um, PS3 games 6 million, wow, that's pretty impressive yeah, so Naughty Dog is now responsible for, I think I read that it's now responsible for 3 or 4 of the top 5 selling PS3 games now, wouldn't put it past them yeah. taking Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3 and Last of Us into account yeah, um, that's probably about right there. Um, so uh, yeah, just that can't think of a game that deserves it really more 
um, there's a leak about, so you remember, I'm sure we mentioned it on here, that the guys who did Killer Instinct, uh, Double Helix, got bought by Amazon. Yeah, I remember you talked about that. Um, that's a screenshot appeared of a Bluetooth controller that with Amazon plastered on it, which suggests that it's definitely going to be a game console that Amazon are making. Interesting. Some kind of Android, probably Android-based console. You would but, imagine, yeah. As um, long as if you can, if you can give me like an Ouya that worked, <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be cool. Yeah, like an totally. Android-based console is like a good idea because then you can put all sorts of cool shit on it. But you, you, you can play threes on your TV. Oh God. Oh, that, I've played so much threes. You, I, I was going to say, I feel we should also mention like how much threes have you played? So much threes, <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Like it's it's such a good game though. It's it's one of the it's like the one of these like epitome of mobile gaming games where it's like a really simple idea that's done to a really high quality with really good trappings around it. Where it's, it's like the, yeah, it's a smart it's a smart it. a smart game that's got clean presentation and some amazing music, and you're like, that's really all you want from a mobile game. Totally, it's, it, it's exceptionally well made. It really is. It's fantastic game. I've played so much of it. I'll probably keep playing it. It'll... Cool. Um, speaking of games on mobile, um, Google announced an enhancement to their their Google their Google Play game services stuff. So I think you'll you'll notice that it's it was the most apparent in threes actually. But like, there's a Google Play integration thing where yeah, it like signs you into something and then yeah, and it's got like centralized achievements and yeah. friends lists and all that kind of stuff. So. They started rolling that out, so hopefully, um, but there's a couple, the reason why I bookmarked this story was there was a couple of, um, uh, there was a couple of things in here, um, so one of the, so this is uh, Greg Hartrell, who's the lead product manager for Google Play Games, uh, and he was saying like, this has been a great year for Google Play and all this kind of stuff, it's the fast growing mobile gaming network in history. Um, Google surpassed 1 billion total activations of Android devices in September so there's 1 billion Android based things out there so that includes like phones embedded things yeah, yeah sure consoles whatever um, still being able to say that you've got 1 billion of a thing is pretty impressive yeah totally um, but 1 so billion is a very big number they're saying that developers are indicating to Google that are now seeing longer play sessions and higher monetization rates on Google Play. Um, and a side note, we've paid out more than four times as much money to developers in 2013 as we did in 2012. Excellent. Because that was one of the big Good. problems with Android is that it was a lot of their um, their market was getting pirated because it's remarkably easy to pirate Android games. Sure. So they a lot of people just didn't just didn't put stuff on Android because what was the point? Um, so yeah, it's good to see that it's coming around because, and like, I think the big difference was um, is really apparent with stuff like threes, where that came out on iOS, and I think it was three or four weeks later the Android version came out, as opposed to something like um, Ridiculous Fishing, which took like months. Like that, yeah. that that gap between the iOS and Android versions is is definitely. Is Ridiculous Fishing out on Android yet? Is it Ridiculous Fishing? Am I thinking of something else? Maybe something else. I, was I, don't think, I don't think Ridiculous Fishing is actually out on Android yet. No, maybe it's not. But I was definitely thinking of something where it's like huge big iOS game uh, finally yeah. came to and it, it used to be like months if, or years in between you getting that. But it seems now the fact that that was three weeks is pretty impressive. Um, the developer uh, Minority Media, the developers of uh, Papo and Yo, um, yeah. announced a new game. Oh, cool. They said it is called Cali, C-A-L-I. Uh, development for iOS, Android, and in brackets, the cloud. So I have no idea what that Ooh. means. Um, the infamous, the cloud. Yes, exactly. Um, Interesting. 
the quote here says it tells the story of Massey, a teenager caught up with his peers, uh, caught up with his peers for the sacred rite, a centuries-old tradition that sends the strongest adolescent boys to the second to the second son. In a tragic mix of circumstances, Massey is separated from the group, and as Massey players will navigate the second son with the help of Callie, a beautiful and mysterious creature called a Pixen, which features a most both a majestic butterfly and shy human girl. So that game's going to be great. Uh, that game's going to be weird. That's going to be pretty weird, yeah. It's also coming from, like, the Papagno was a, a game based on that guy's experiences of having an uh, abusive father and all yeah. that kind of stuff. This is also based on some previous life experience regarding in regarding sure. relationships or love in general or, or something along those lines. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see what anything that comes out of them. Um... Campo Santo uh, announced their first game uh, called Firewatch. Which Who looks, are they? Uh, this is their first game, but they are a crew that's come from a bunch of other studios. I will okay. need to look up sure. where they came from. They came from, but they're they're people who are um, who have been around the industry for a while, like big AAA developers. Sure. Um, I mean, so the interesting thing about this was that um, the a lot of the art is being done by Ollie Moss. Oh, that guy's awesome! Yeah. yeah, like he was the guy that did, I think he did the Resistance Three cover art for the, the special alternate edition. Resistance Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's done a bunch of really, really cool art for stuff. I think he did. Did he not do like poster work for Mass Effect or something like that? Like he's been, he's been in and around the game industry. He's for done a while all, now. all sorts of stuff at this um, point. Like, but he's got a very distinctive style. Very kind yeah, of um, almost like graffiti stencil style. Um, it's very very minimalist it's a lot of yes. like single lines and all that sort of yes. stuff right? so there's a couple of screenshots of, of it's not even really screenshots it's like concept art of what they're going for and it just looks gorgeous like it looks exactly what you want excellent good um, uh, there was a brief mention of what the story is going to be where you basically um, this is a quote from the IGN article um, you play as Henry a park ranger who sits atop his watchtower and views the beauty of the world from a lonely yet safe vantage point um, his only point of contact is his boss Delilah, who resides in another tower off near the horizon. Um, something happens that compels Henry to climb down from his perch and begin exploring the dense wilderness around him, which is where the game begins. So I was, I was listening to them talk about it, and they basically say like, you can see her tower, but you can't see her, um, and you end up building up this relationship with this distant woman who's 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 off there. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, I mean, okay. even, just the, even just the look of it, like I'm totally on board. Sure. Yeah, Ali Moss's stuff has always been really impressive. Yeah. So. Um, slightly worse news, um, EA and Microsoft are up for the worst company in America poll again. For Not like, surprised. For like the fourth year running, third yep. year running. EA's got to uh, fight for their, their title. Other contenders in the 32 company bracket include Target, uh, Comcast and Time Warner Cable, uh, Coke Industries, uh, and Bank of America as well. Um, are all in it this year. So EA won sure. it last year yep. um, for the second time. Yes. Uh, it beat out Bank of America in both 2012 and 2013. Great. Fantastic. So, yeah. so we'll see. Um, all the other companies that they're in there with have done some pretty heinous shit. The Comcast Time Warner thing is pretty bad. Uh, Target had a massive security breach which leaked a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Like, It's going to take some doing. EA have got some competition this year. Um, oh good which will be interesting um, the so do you remember oh god it must have been a couple of years ago now there was a kind of pseudo trailer for a fan made Deus Ex movie 
Yeah, I do. Briefly I remember, remember that thing was really impressive. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Um, so the movie is out. The full... I don't... I, uh, 25th of March, which is... Okay. Oh, wait, I saw this. this. Yeah, I remember seeing the yeah. thing. So, again, it's got nothing to do with IDOS. It's got nothing to do with anyone. It's completely fan-made, and it looks really, really impressive. Like, it it does look really, really cool. professional. So that comes out the 25th, and it's on Machinima, so you'll be able to find it on there. Um, the We were just talking about this. The 360 version of Titanfall has been delayed again. Again? So it's now out in like April 8th. Like the last two weeks that they already... Yes, so it's now oh, April 8th geez. is the latest date from that. As of last week, I'll, like nobody has seen that game yet. Like Nobody well, in the, the press has seen it. Nobody in the press has seen it. They haven't shown anyone any trailers. Like, Jeez. I don't even know what that game's going to be. Like That's... it's They said it's going to be f- almost on par, just obviously graphically less. But Oh yeah. I were... But it's not a good... That's not a good sign. Yeah, Yeah. that is not a good sign. So it's now April 8th for the 360 version of that. Um, In a... There was going to double punch very quickly on Saturday. Or, no. Thursday or Friday, I can't remember. Last week during GGC. Where um, Crytek and Unreal... uh, The Unreal Engine both announced um, different pricing models for their engine for mainly focused indies and small studios. Cool. So Unreal, for a start, used to be that... uh, it used to be like a one-off payment um, and then like 10% of royalties or something like that. Sure. Um, so it's now a uh, £19 a month subscription um, and a flat 5% royalty fee on game sales, which is a pretty good deal, considering it was like tens of thousands of dollars for the one-off payment. So like if, you've, if you're doing like a game that takes eight months worth of development, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> and you get like, that's the full Unreal, uh, that's Unreal really 4 awesome. engine... All their tools, all their source codes, everything. Um, $19 a month. I think it's per, per developer. So you still have to pay royalties on top of that and stuff? Yes, so it's a 5% royalty fee. But That's flat, great. 5% regardless of how much money your game makes. That's pretty awesome. Which is Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So there was that, and then uh, Crytek announced CryEngine has a very similar program, which is monthly subscription of $9.90 per user. Jeez. Um, so there's still a free version of the SDK available now, which is not going to change anywhere, but their next iteration of the CryEngine, um, all features for nine ninety per monthly subscription. There's nothing in there about, in this story anyway, about royalties on that one, but it's CryEngine. That's a pretty decent engine for nine ninety a month. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool that both people came out and said, um, that both of them came out and said, yeah, we should probably start supporting smaller studios in a better way, so... There's basically no excuse for people to make games now, which is <laughs> which is pretty cool. No excuse for people not to make games, you mean? Yeah, that's what, is that not what I said? You said excuse to to make games. Oh right, yes. There's no excuse for you not to make games now. Yes, everybody should make games. Uh, where are we? Uh, the idea Xbox, which is Microsoft's indie uh, program, I think program. Yeah, probably program. Um, and there's their 25. I think it's 25 initial games. Um, a couple of them are stuff that's already been there, uh, or stuff that's already on other platforms, or is definitely coming to other platforms, I think, or have already come out PC at least. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, there is. So I'm just going to quickly run through the list. It's 25 games. Um, if you know any of these, uh, 1001 Spikes, Caliber 10 Racing, Castle Storm, Chariot, Chuck's Challenge 3D, Contrast, Dive Kick, uh, the Dive Kick, I know that edi- one. Dive Kick Edition, Edition. 
Uh, oh, that's the newest one. That's the add-on pack thing, yeah. or expansion, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, forced through Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition, Gunscape Habitat, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, it draws a red box, Nujitsu, Pimble Arcade, Cube, Riptide, Roundabout, 60 Second Shooter, Spectra 8-Bit Racing, Strikes to Zero, Super Time Force, is. Last Tinker, and Wolverblade. Um... So, like I say, some of them are already out on PC. Like, Strikes at Zero is out. Cube's yeah. been out for a long time. Guacamelee's been out on other platforms. But So, that's their initial 25 of their, their indie lineup, which is decent. I mean, that's the decent decent selection of Not stuff. Not at all. So, they're finally getting into that stuff. Um, Oculus announced their new dev kit. Uh, shipping in July for $350. It is their new version, which uses a webcam style thing you stick on top of your monitor mm-hmm. that tracks your position in so normally the rift would just do like um orientation based on your like just tilting your head but now it will measure back forwards up down it basically measures all the way so you can crouch and it'll detect that you've crouched that kind of stuff like stuff you cool. couldn't do before uh 350 shipping in july and they've confirmed that this is the last dev kit before the final commercial version but they still haven't announced when the commercial version is going to be. Uh, this version has got 1080 by 690... Sorry, uh, 960 by 1080 per eye. Um, and it's uh, this low persistence stuff that they were talking to Valve with. So they wrote a big thing about how having low persistence on the screen is just as important as having accurate tracking so that you don't get motion sick. So, sure. So yes, that was that's cool. It's just like that stuff is coming. That stuff is coming, <laughs> and I'm really <laughs> excited. I really want to get my hands on one of them. Um, yeah, sure, I know you would. Uh, and speaking of that as well, um, Sony came out and the rumors that everyone was like, "Nah, of course they're not going to do this." They totally went and did it. Where they announced Project Morpheus, which is a PlayStation Four Oculus Rift, basically. Um, Oh yeah, the Sony VR goggle thing. Yeah, the Sony VR goggles. Those looked really cool. They look properly futuristic. Like, yeah, they uh, do. And they were all like the versions that they were showing were um, usable. And they said it, everyone who, all the people who read that said they used it, said that it's totally on par with the Oculus. And that's cool. The fact that it's, um, it, they say it's it's it is a it is a PlayStation product, so you can bet it's going to work with the PS4. So cool. That's going to that's be awesome. great. Speaking of, like, future stuff, did you see that new pound coin that they want to release? Oh, yeah, it's like a... It's the a, dodecahedral pound coin. It's not a dodecahedron. I get into trouble it for is, this. It's 12 sides. Yes, but a dodecahedron's a 3D object. It's a dodeca... Ah. It's a dodecagon. A dodecagon, okay. It's a 2D version, I think. So it's a dodecagon. But it yes. looks like future money. Yeah, it looks I don't bizarre. know why more sides make it look futuristic, but it does. Um, Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know, but yeah, that thing looks weird. Looks really cool. <laughs> uh, the yeah, we talked about that anyway. Um, so, um, your favorite MOBA in the world, League of Legends. Yes. Um, well, no, but, but not well, anymore. But no. at one point, is partnering with Game of Thrones for a huh? um. So for a three-week advertising campaign preceding Game of Thrones season four premiere on April sixth. Um, right. So basically, Game of Thrones will see League of Legends logos and takeover ads on the show's official site, and League of Legends is going to have 
something. Are they going to be like playing League of Legends and Game of Thrones? No, I don't know what it's going to be. They've only really said how Game of Thrones... Links to the League Game of, of Thrones. Yeah, they haven't shown the other way around. I'm going to assume probably player skins. I oh don't god, they can't know. put they can't put Game of Thrones skins in League of Legends. I it doesn't That'd say, be silly. It doesn't say much on here. Um, but I mean, so uh, the report here. This is the Polygon article about it, and it says um, this is Dustin Beck who has. A ridiculous title. Who's the vice president of esports? Um, for the for oh yeah, actually yeah, they've got titles like that. Yeah. Um. So the quote from him is: They said uh, we got a cold call from HBO because they they this is the the most marketing speak I've heard in a while. We got a cold call from HBO because they thought that there were going to be a great overlap between our players and the demographic of people that watch Game of Thrones, and this was a good way to explore reaching that demographic through new media. Uh. Okay. Um, That's. So, yeah, um, so it means that Game of Thrones will see League of Legends logos and takeover ads over the show's official site, and Beck hinted that a mashup trailer is also in the works. Oh, I don't know what that means. I have literally no idea what that means. Um, and I think this is... Yep, the last one we've got here um, is really funny. Um, so, GameStop, US equivalent of game and... It's really only just game now yeah, here. Yeah, it's just game now. Uh, is Game Station gone? Yeah, it's bought over by game. Oh yeah, so they did. Forgot about that. Um, so GameStop, um, the title of this article is 4chan user devises a way to bank through GameStop. Um, so there was a post on 4chan which said, just, just titled, does anyone else use GameStop as a bank? So I'm just going to quote directly from the 4chan thing here. Says, um, quoting from 4chan I know, like, quality news. that is what this podcast has devolved into or quoting yep. from 4chan um, now whenever I get paid I go pre-order a whole shitload of games whenever I need money I go to the nearest GameStop and ask for my money back in a game I don't want and make a withdrawal the lines are shorter at GameStop than the bank and I can trade in old games and have money to go straight into my savings account game- <laughs> GameStops are just as prevalent as banks in my town and I work in a mall so it's even more convenient than running an errand to the bank or using an ATM and getting charged GameStop wow. people are starting to catch on that I'm just moving my money around and only buying one pre-ordered game a year, if that, but there isn't shit they can do about it. The best part is, since I always pre-order every game coming out, I'm still guaranteed to get all the exclusive content whether I'm not sure I want a game. It's like they're rewarding me for banking with them. Wow. It's great. And the the, the initial reply is, I can't decide if you're retarded or brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> that's confused. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it not as safe as having it in a bank, but it's clever. Is it, really, that. Is it really what's safe for the bank? Like, yeah. really? <sighs> sure. But, man, that's smart. Isn't it? Like, yeah, that's part, pretty smart. Part of it really respects that, and part of it just goes, you complete turd. Like, why would you? Yeah, sure. But, I mean, it says, like he says, I got really pissed off with US Bank because I kept overdrafting my account even though I opted out, and the same thing happened with my credit union when I got a debit card. So he's just like, well, fuck this, I'll find an alternative. <laughs> it just so happens it's alternative And that's GameStop. money shuffling through GameStop. Oh, like... <laughs> must be legal, right? Oh yeah, it's totally legal. Like, putting pre-orders on stuff isn't illegal. Sure. Like, they can't but... catch you up for that. It's like... Yeah, and they from, stop... from an outside of the... All he's doing is making pre-orders and then cancelling them. Like, it's not... But it sounds like at some point they're probably going to catch on and say... I mean, what are they going to do is not take pre-orders? They can't say that. They can't say, like, no, you need, you can't... You're not allowed to pre-order games at our store anymore. Well, exactly. they guess they could, but... They could, but considering the amount of... Why would they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
and I can't I, I can't remember if we mentioned this last week, but uh, Pikachu is Jap- Japan's official mascot for the FIFA 2014 yeah, World Cup I in Brazil. That. Pikachu there's, and nine of his little friends. Yeah, there's a picture of him Pokemon next buddies. to to some people, and it's just it's the weirdest fucking thing. But not weird at all. Like, what was the like? Is Pokemon still a thing? I mean, it's not obviously still a thing. Course, yeah, but po- is it, of course, Pokemon's like, still a thing. Is there still a series running? Probably. I, I would. I, I'd, I'd bet money. There's probably a still a series going. As as Pokemon editor, I'm hoping you would have this information. Am I Pokemon go. editor? I don't know why I'm Pokemon editor. You're the person played fucking Pokemon. So. Okay, fair. Um, well, on, our, on our staff of two, I'm the only one that played Pokemon. Yeah, you're you're the Pokemon editor, and I am the. What was the, what was the name of the, the the category you wanted to use for game of the year this year? Yoon's shitty indie game of the year. Oh, Yoon's uh, bullshit indie game in air quotations. <laughs> yeah, of the year. that was yeah. it. Game in, in air quotations. That was what it was. Um, yeah. So that's all I have um, right now. Oh yeah, I found I found a thing a video game that I might be interested in that isn't Diablo. Okay. coming out in the next couple of weeks. And it's that um, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright game. Oh shit, is that coming out? That's like in two weeks. Oh wow, okay. And I, 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 I kind of want to buy it just because it sounds mental. It sounds completely and, insane. And that's right up my alley. I love mental shit. Project yeah. Cross Zone was a great game. So I almost, I was considering, because I was listening to people talk about, I'm going to murder the pronunciation of this, but Dungan Ropa, is that what Dungan it's called? Dungan Ropa, yeah. That's a, that's a DS game, right? I think so. Like having listened to the people talk about that, I almost bought a 3DS just to play it. Like to it play just sounds, Ropa. It just sounds like the most mental thing ever. It sounds like an anime saw, but in a high school. <laughs> it's it just sounds great. But yeah, um, I might, I might. So what? Get that game what is that game? Do I you, think it's. Do you solve puzzles it, at the crime scene and then convict people? I guess I don't know. I honestly don't know. Okay. I'm but it's two games, both of which are good, that are being mashed together. Yeah. I don't know. But I'll play it. I like yeah, both definitely. those series. Definitely. God, it's been so long since I've played a Professor Layton game. There's a... Um, there is a... Uh, Android ripoff of Professor Layton, which is actually kind of good. Uh, it's called The Curse. Sure. Go look it up. I think it's, I think it's like... 99p or something like that it's more puzzles basically okay Um, so yeah the last story I had here was um, which was I thought was great and funny at the same time for multiple reasons but basically it was an official post in the PlayStation blog um, listing what's going to happen in the next big PS4 update that comes Um, it says we're happy to report that as a direct result feedback we'll soon be bringing most of your most requested features to PS4 with a system software update in the coming weeks uh, blah 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 uh, words 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 um, upcoming update will add a rich video editor with a simple tool to personalise your video clips I don't know who asked for that I really don't the, know who asked for that the pe- I don't know the people who are uploading all those crazy stuff to their Facebook walls that you can do yeah but still, I guess I don't know I almost uh, posted a video for Infamous um, I walked into a fish market and everyone there stood on the stalls in, in terror <laughs> like they just jumped up on the thing and just was like crouching in terror as it was firing bolts it was great amazing um, rich video editor you'll also be able to export to and save the videos and screenshots you create by pressing the share button on the USB drive uh, so you can basically stick stuff in a USB drive now okay so cool that is going to be required because like I took some screenshots to put in the review that I'm writing and 
And then I thought, I have no way of getting these images off this PS4. Because the only so way... So it's kind of needed then. Oh yeah, the only way you can do it is to stick, uh, post them to Facebook and then pull them from Facebook. That's literally the only thing you can do. That's, okay, yeah, that's fairly roundabout. Yes. Uh, so that, and also this is the update that's going to have the, that's going to turn off the HTCP option so you can record over HDMI. Oh, awesome. Thank God. Because I know so, people were like, struggling with that. Yes, they definitely were. Your quality has dropped something significant. It has? Okay. Yeah. Or did you start streaming? Did you just start watching Dota while we were recording? No. Were you that bored? I've not done anything. Okay. Fair enough. That's probably me, to be honest. Um, they also added uh, Twitch broadcast to be archived eventually. Uh, highly requested feature. Uh, and it'll be you'll be able to stream at 720p. Not from my house, you won't, with my terrible, terrible internet. You need uh, to stop being so butthurt about the fact you've got shit internet. It's 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 a nightmare. It really is. It sure is. Oh, uh, and they say I'm, they not, can... I'm not helping you move this time. No, you're right. That's fine. Oh, because you did so much fucking work the last time. I carried things. Yeah, a couple of boxes. That's not exactly. Yeah, uh, and they also say that they're gonna let you record longer clips. So, oh, cool. Okay. So maybe I wouldn't even need to buy a box to record stuff. Like maybe it'll just it'll just let me record, record half hour videos. Yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. Eh, who knows? Sure. So anyway, that's coming in the com- coming weeks. Good. And that is everything I have. So, cool. two weeks. What are you up to in the next couple of weeks? Playing Diablo. Playing uh, Diablo. Studying. Sure. And uh, doing more RPG stuff, I guess. When does the the exams kick in? End of April is my first. End of April. Okay, that's... Yeah, they okay. finish mid-May. Fair enough. Cool. Well, at least we get some stuff in there. Um, I'm going to play through Infamous again, and I'm toying with picking up Stick of Truth, to be honest. Um, I had somebody else come to me today and say, you really need to fucking play this game. Like, it's, it's really fun. It's a, good, it's a very good game. So, yeah. Well, potentially that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. that's going to be a more Titanfall. I need to level up. I need to get further on Titanfall. I need to... Sure. I need to get further on that. So, on the site, I'm going to be streaming some Infamous on Thursday, I think I wrote down. I think you so, said Thursday, yeah. So, I'll be streaming on Thursday, and there will be the... Um, I had to delay it from last week, because I couldn't get ready in time, but the... Uh, look game at, Jam videos. Yes, 70 FPS Game Jam. Um, a whole 40 minutes of me t- looking at... And I, ta- I talked to you about games. this beforehand, and you described it as several of the games were interesting. They had interesting concepts. They are yes, almost, they are very much the, indie games. One of them is not so much interesting concept, but visually is great. Um, okay. And then there's first person seppuku, which is all of the above. Great. Um, I look forward to the video. Yes, definitely. So that'll be going up probably Saturday. Um, and then... There'll be an infamous review at some point, probably before the next episode, and I'll be recording some kind of old-ass PC games this week, because I keep meaning to do it and never got around to it. Sure. I'll uh, I'll play Diablo and get a decent flavour for it, and then write a review, which will be sure. up at some point, I don't know when. Cool. Okay, so we'll be back in two weeks, in right. the middle of April. April will have begun. Shit, it'll be April. Cal- I'll be I'll, 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 I'll be a nervous wreck at that point and unable it's to talk. Only two months till E three. Fuck really? Yep. Jesus. Two months E3. That went fast. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering when it I don't even know when it is this year. It's either the second or the ninth. Of one June. of the times. I don't know. I will need to all all I know is that we stay up to ridiculous hours of the morning oh, and eat chicken wings. 
Yeah. That's all I know. We'll be playing a lot of Towerfall this time, so it'll be good. Oh, it'll be good. Okay. So we'll be back in two weeks, but until then, right. uh, website, gameenginestart.com. On Facebook and Twitter, you can search for us there. Uh, YouTube.com slash gameenginestart for all our videos. Uh, the streaming stuff is on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv, right? Dot TV. Slash gameenginestart. And there'll be posts about it when we go live. But until then, we'll be back in two weeks. So... I don't have an ending to that sentence. That's really good. Thanks. You did, a, you did a great job there. I was hoping that... Top, top-notch quality. I was hoping that we were so in sync that you'd be able to finish that sentence for me, but apparently nah, not. I don't know what you're thinking. I barely know who you are half the time. Yeah, true. Oh, well. Steve, I'll see you next week, all right? All right. Bye, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fanny. Hey, Jim. <laughs>